0: wife's pregnant in the back get out of here i gotta get to the hospital i'm in the fast lane get get in the slow lane if you're gonna not drive fast what, what if
1: instead of calling it fast lane they just uh they ripped off fast and the furious and whatever city it was in they called it that city drift so we we were in uh I mean, cleveland are columbus drift. cleveland yeah cleveland drift yeah <laughs> that sounds just as good as tokyo drift right y-
0: yeah and also i like cleveland drift better than um uh, <laughs> better than fast lane so i'm cool <laughs> with cleveland drift cleveland drift sounds like a really bad direct to dvd grandma tricker thing where the main <laughs> character was a lebron jersey well sunday was fast lane final pay-per-view before wrestlemania Final, final stop on the road to Wrestlemania in terms of big pay-per-views. Um, it was a pretty short show like uh, last couple. I don't want to say short, but it, it was like concise. Zach, did you say that?
1: Everything felt like necessary?
0: Yeah. Well, for except for one part? thing I can think of. <laughs> Lacey uh, Evans.
1: Oh, well, yeah. She's She's, she just doesn't wrestle. That's her thing.
0: Yeah, She wrestles on main event. Catch Catch Lacey Evans on main event and on Raw. <laughs> using the ramp like a runway.
1: Yeah. So, for, at Fastlane, there was a lot of card switch-ups and, like, changes? Which is weird. How much of the pre-show did you watch? I
0: saw the end of the pre-show match.
1: Okay. Sorry, Apex the original, Legends
0: did me bad.
1: The original... uh pre-show match was supposed to be Rey Mysterio and Andrade because uh, they they hate each other but I think like Saturday night or just uh, Sunday morning they're like we're scrapping that over the weekend they created the uh, New Day versus Rusev and Nakamura match and at live events they were like talking about it and then there's a ba- there's a, a backstage segment during the pre-show uh, before the new day's match where they're standing there with Kofi and a PA guy was like hey Kofi there's a Vince is asking for you in his office he's got he wants to talk to you about about tonight and they're like Haha, yeah go Kofi yeah come on so he he went and did that and then they went out to do their match it, it was a pre-show match they they let you know how much they give a shit about the pre-show matches by showing you previews for the cooler, more exciting matches that are happening later that night. In the middle of it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know why that is. It's because it's simulcasted simul- on, like, Twitter and YouTube and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's, uh... a <laughs> It's still
0: kind of shitty. Yeah. I... You know, you... Most of the people who are watching it are paying for the premium subscription thing, so probably don't have ads during that, but... You, there's a, there's a premium subscription y- yeah what we pay for you know the network
1: most oh. of the people who are watching
0: the pre-show are watching it on the network so to get ads during a wrestling match on the thing you specifically pay for to not get ads during a wrestling match even if it is simulcasted on something else is like shit That was like the first thing my dad said the first pay-per-view we watched the pre-show had an ad during it and he was like didn't you pay ten dollars to not deal with this and i was like yeah like it is just a pre-show but it's like whatever
1: uh, the, the new day came out on top with an up, up, down, down.
0: That makes sense. But this will uh, carry over a little bit into the rest of the show. Yeah, that's pretty. That's so pretty cool.
1: fuck you if you didn't watch any of the pre-show and you're just like, oh, I don't want to watch the match. I'm just gonna watch the rest of the pay-per-view. You're gonna be so confused.
0: Yeah, you're gonna be. You're not gonna know what's going on at all. Ever ever get in wrestling?
1: The the first match on the actual card, Main card. was for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Miz and Shane want to get the belts back from the Usos.
0: Yeah, Miz in his hometown of Cleveland. Um, he's gonna he's gonna get those belts back and make Papa Miz proud. Who's in the front row? Miz's dad is there ringside to watch little Miz uh, try to get back his tag belts with his his best friend in the world and someone who would never betray him or do him wrong. <laughs> Shane McMahon. <laughs> Yeah, co besties. Yeah, is what they are. Cause they're co best in the world. Yep, and co best friends. Yeah, I. I don't I don't know exactly what that means, but yes. Yeah. The the trophy is the other best friend, and they're co best friends with the trophy. Yeah. Okay. That, I like that, that trophy enough to be friends with it.
1: What was, what was going on with the Miz? What was going on with the Miz on Sunday? He was on like another planet not saying not saying that it was uh particularly good but i applaud his effort of going of being up on the top turnbuckle a bunch basically trying to impress shane
0: <laughs> yeah he he just looked like real excited and i mean that's probably yeah. what wrestling in your hometown does to you the next yeah. night we got someone wrestling in their hometown hometown which obviously there's more to it because Kurt Angle has been wrestling a lot longer than the Miz has, but yeah, he he still there's that extra like I'm home, you know. These people know me, they like me like, unconditionally, yeah. And he definitely seemed that way coming out. Um, I was trying to say something about that, and my mom got got upset because she doesn't like. I just learned this. She doesn't like the Miz because mm. the Miz looks sounds and acts exactly like the biggest bully from her high school class so um oh that kind of that kind of i I guess i get that but anytime i'm like yeah that's cool i like the miz she's like no the miz sucks Okay, all right
1: sorry mom yeah
0: so yeah he he was definitely uh doing he was definitely excited and doing stuff he would usually not do yeah, it,
1: it, all, all his uh, top rope moves and stuff weren't uh, weren't exactly the best, but I applaud the effort. Misappreciation like thread, that's the newest
0: yeah. post on it. You know, I <laughs> applaud the effort, even if you're not, you know, you don't have to be Rey Mysterio, but you tried, and you did pretty good.
1: Yeah, it's, it's something, you break it out of uh, your usual mold, and it's something new for you. How how close do you think that a double top rope spot from uh, Shane and a Uso? Because I'm not I'm not good at in the middle of a match telling who's who. Me either. How 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 close do you think that was to being disaster?
0: <laughs> if I think it already was slightly off from what they it wanted it to be. Definitely was. It was definitely kind of <laughs> late. But I think if Shane jumps like a microsecond later that ends up that ends up getting someone kind of hurt (laughs)
2: like
0: (laughs) concussed yeah yeah we're talking (laughs) we're talking concussed um because his legs are pretty aligned with the head already yeah so that could have ended up being pretty bad but for what it's worth that spot was pretty cool I, I liked what was, what was set
1: up there with, uh, it was <laughs> an Uso up against the turn post, the turnbuckle post, and Shane got up there, because you know what he's going to do, he's going to do the coast to coast, and then um, the Miz was like laying down in the ring, so the other Uso got up on the top turnbuckle, and they're looking at each other like, you, don't, you fucking don't go for that, Coast to Coast. I will frog splash on your partner right here, right now. Don't you fucking dare. It, and <laughs> instead of uh, getting a frog splash or a coast to coast, he fucking Shane countered the the frog splash by just like diving into his ankles with his feet. I feel like it was meant to be like upper body area because that's kind of where they were selling it but he definitely hit him the ankles which was scary
0: <laughs> it reminded me of like you've probably you've probably experienced this or seen this happen to a kid where like you know or maybe like a dog or something where there's someone who's like you know the dog is like begging for the food and someone goes like don't i'm going to pat you on your nose don't you do it if you go for that food I'm going to pat you on your nose but it was like a dog doing it to another dog it was like it was it was like double the thing like if you go for that I'm going to get you well if you go for this thing I'm going to get you so There's, like this this cool dynamic of like posted up on those posts for like it was probably like a minute and a half of just like don't you, not even a minute and a half maybe like a minute at most like don't you do it And just looking at each other and Shane like shaking his head like, no, I'm not gonna, you, don't you do it. And then they just both jumped at the same time. It was a pretty cool (laughs) spot. Yeah. Probably the most exciting thing in the match. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It, uh,
1: it led to the Miz attempting a frog splash. And (laughs) as much as, like I said, as much as I love the Miz, uh, I feel like saying attempting is being just a little generous.
0: The like scrunch part looked good. The landing did not. The,
1: he, he, he's he's lucky it got countered because it wouldn't have. Uh,
0: it it wouldn't have <laughs> landed well. Yeah, he he got the cool flare part in there. Yeah. The the rest of it, I'm not sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> he like he like landed.
1: On his feet before he hit the knees, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got got rolled up for a quick pin. And that's uh, th- those those two big spots are definitely what uh stand out most from the match because it was uh, next to the Miz doing like weird top rope stuff because there wasn't a whole lot of Shane. I felt nope, definitely seemed like less Shane, yeah. So yeah, he got got rolled up for a pin, and the the Usos make their way out. But we don't we don't cut to pro, to promotional in between on screen graphics we just don't cut to yet.
0: A, a WWE shop commercial.
1: Yeah. Yet. do Cameron, <laughs> <Karen>, what happened?
0: <laughs> so Shane looks real disappointed, and the Miz. Is real apologetic about it, and you know, it maybe takes a couple seconds, but Shane gets over it and kind of goes, It's fine, don't it's a cool, don't worry, we'll get him back. They go over to Papa Miz, and he's you know, he's there proud of his, his son and his friend up the street, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you boys did good,
1: come here, give me a hug. You guys couldn't beat the last episode of the last. Uh, level on Halo, but you, guys, you tried.
0: Legendary's hard, kids. Don't worry. The <laughs> Usos are absolutely the legendary difficulty setting of tag teams in WWE. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you manage to get through that, uh, applause. Pat yourself <laughs> on the back. But, um, yeah. Everything's cool. Don't worry, son. You're I, I'm proud of you. And then, you know, they start to, you know, Miz is helping Shane to the back because he's old and ancient and crippled. And, um... As he's helping, he's he's you know he's walking out in front of him a little bit, maybe saying bye to his dad for a second. Shane saying bye to Papa Miz, and then Shane just lays a big strike to the back of the Miz's head, and then for about two to three minutes, just corpses. Actually fights him. Him, like. yeah, <laughs> just potatoes, Miz. And those are like <laughs> forearm strikes to the head, and he's like actually punching him in the jaw it was rough then he went back to to pop miz for a little bit and like grabbed him by the face and was like you like that you see what i'm doing you're like that and pop miz was trying to get through the timekeeper's area and they were holding them back and not very enthusiastically he kind of just walked over there and they were like no no don't you can't go back there and then um shane just left just kind of <laughs> yeah he's kind of was like yeah uh i beat the shit out of you Uh, fuck you. You suck. Uh, and your dad sucks too. And then Pop Miz checked on Miz who was, uh... Out. Yeah, pretty... Pretty... Bad. In pretty bad shape. More probably emotionally hurt than physically I'd imagine, though. Yeah, but holy
1: shit, that looked rough. (laughs) Yeah, it
0: did. Yeah, it did. So... Um, there's more of this when we talk about SmackDown later on in the show, but my immediate thoughts were, oh, Miz versus Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. Yeah. That's a okay match, right? How do you feel about that? Could be good. Yeah. M- Miz as face is weird. I I think they just don't give
1: him good stuff to use when he's a face. Probably, yeah. Uh, I'm glad they got the the next match out of the way. Like, yeah, me?
0: let's talk about the next match. We continue with SmackDown title matches uh, with SmackDown Women's Championship action. Champion Oscar versus Mandy Rose. This match was probably the segment was probably in total like five minutes. Yeah, six minutes. Uh, uh, you want to go over that real quickly? I, I I like how it ended, but I feel like it's diminishing Oscar's reign. Well, bit. that
1: happened after she wasn't on TV for like a month after she got the belt.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh,
1: so the they they were having a match. Uh, Mandy Rose, uh, yeah. God's greatest gift, uh, the perfect being.
0: The perfect uh, being, yeah.
1: If if you ask Corey Graves, uh. maybe he
0: <laughs> he might say Carmella now. Who knows? <laughs> Oops. That's Patreon content. <laughs>
1: she's a she's a face
0: now, so. Oh, okay, yeah.
1: Not on TV at least. Yeah. I <laughs> forgot. <laughs> it, it, there there wasn't a whole lot going on. There's two There's,
0: things that happened in this match that are worth talking about.
1: <laughs> Asuka uh did a, did her Germans and stuff. Uh Mandy Rose set up her finisher, but then Oscar quickly got out and s- smashed her in the face with a foot
0: yeah, that roundhouse mm. is that's something that people I follow who don't know anything about wrestling are retweeting and talking about on Monday that was wild
1: at, at ringside Sonya Deville lifted up the apron to get a kendo stick but left the
0: apron up on the mat she just wanted some of that Gatorade that's down there She did, she, wasn't looking, she, <laughs> she Sonya was she, out she there she's like see- shit I'm bored is there anything to drink under here I always <laughs> see shit to drink under here <laughs>
1: She wanted a Mountain Dew. <laughs> <So, laughs> She's she standing there with the Kendo sink, but left the apron up on the uh, Like inside the, the ring, the almost. The ring, inside the ring, yeah, and the ref went to, like, push it out of the way, so I don't think he knew what was going on, or he was just trying to play into it a little bit. So that's where I was like, um, I, I don't think that's supposed to happen. And then Oscar like, kind of pushed Mandy Rose back into the ropes and she slipped which caused Asuka to like destroy her jaw with a kick and get a pin
0: yeah um that was it Mandy was pretty upset with Sonya and they left yeah that's that's it for the Smackdown Women's title any thoughts on where this is going they're breaking up them as, as friends actually for realsies this time um yeah the crowd doesn't seem to react a whole lot to mandy uh so you can't even really build sonya as a face out of this so i don't really know what's gonna happen and also i think uh, if either of them should be a
1: face it should be her who mandy yeah sonya
0: yeah sonya definitely should be the face um just not sure what's going on, especially considering, correct me if I'm wrong, SmackDown did not feature Asuka in any ways, which means they only have three no, episodes did. to build um, her Mania match.
1: They didn't set up her Mania match, but she had a match.
0: Oh, yeah, she did. My bad. Yeah.
1: <laughs> But, uh, yeah, they're going to have to figure out something for a match. And there's no way they're not going to have every single title defended. Well, it's on, Mania, yeah. At WrestleMania. you
0: got to have all <laughs> of them defended. All <laughs> 900 of them.
1: <laughs> and then all of the NXT titles.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. We're watching wrestling for... Yeah, just roll TakeOver into WrestleMania and just have a 12-hour long wrestling show.
1: And then they also have the Evolve... Uh, yeah, so it's, just a, so it's
0: just a 14-hour wrestling pay-per-view. Yeah, it just lasts yeah. all day, and it, it's capped off with Roman mm-hmm. in some way, so people can boo and, and yell. <laughs> yep. All right, Jory, run us through the next thing that went on. We started backstage, correct?
1: Yeah, Kofi for the last like hour
0: has just been standing
1: outside Vince McMahon's door, waiting for him to be let in. Hmm. So he could talk to Vince about whatever Vince wanted to talk to him about. So they, uh, they, <laughs> the re- the other boys in the new day came in <laughs> came by and like, "Hey Kofi, what's up?" He's like, "Man, I'm still waiting out here." So they just kind of barge their way in, where Vince is talking on the phone and causes him to hang up. And he's like, "Kofi, where have you been? I've been waiting for you." <laughs> Which, I don't know if he, like, Vince forgot how the, <laughs> the segment was supposed to be set up, or what exactly was going on.
0: I have a big theory about it, but I'll save it for when we talk more about this later in the show.
1: Okay. Um, and he's like, they're kind of hyping up Kofi to him, like, come on, yeah, man, this guy deserves, deserves an opportunity. So he's like, y- you know, you know what? You're right. You have an opportunity. Uh, <clears throat> go out right now, and the the WWE Championship match is gonna be for. Uh, it's gonna be a triple threat. Then hurry up and go. Go out now. You have a match. You gotta go. go gotta go participate in a match. And media, I'm like, I don't, I don't trust you, Vince McMahon. I don't trust you at all. Nope. Does the? It's a new day. Yes, it is. And Kofi starts. He's running down to the ring. He's so excited. He gets into the ring. Uh, the ring announcer is like our next match is a triple threat match for the WWE Championship and Kofi's like looking over the ropes like yeah I'm gonna do it cause Vince also said the rest of the New Day was barred from ringside and they're all just so excited that Kofi got a match they're, they're not gonna argue that so <laughs> he's standing in there and then someone com- uh, like a production assistant guy comes up to the ring announcer and am like oh Oh, no. Oh, no. What's he telling him? <laughs> and the, the the ring announcer changes this, says it's going to be a handicap match. And the bar's music plays. And he's like, both members of the bar will be in the ring at the same time.
0: That's so, not the WWE title match I was waiting for.
1: <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh... And it, it was just uh, the bar beating the shit out of Kofi for for a bit.
0: Him um, doing his best but not being able to do anything about it. And, yeah, he, uh,
1: he tried. He gave a valiant effort, too.
0: He sure did. And when things started to maybe go his way, maybe it wasn't even really a momentum thing, I think, just at some point... Uh, biggie and xavier were like man fuck this this sucks and ran out and then yeah. right behind them were rusev and shinsuke nakamura and so yeah I couldn't
1: even help him out
0: vince uh, vince uh, really doesn't want kofi to to be in that title match
1: and uh the crowd wasn't too keen on this segment and neither was my mom
0: the crowd was chanting "boring."
1: Yeah, Well, we were too busy being like,
0: "This is incredible!" It's good. It's <laughs> the the mountain for Kofi to climb is yeah. great. I have so much to say about this, but I'm gonna wait until we get it all out from this week.
1: It's it's a- at this point, like
0: I I guess
1: because we haven't been watching for uh thirty years, like some people who were there have, uh we can have excitement over this but I also feel like if you have the when you see that and go oh of course they're just gonna fucking bury him instead of giving us what what the fans want I don't think I don't think Vince's that's Vince's idea of burying someone so the fans stop caring about it I feel like if he wanted to stop people chanting for kofi and like they just he's not going to they wouldn't put him on, him on tv
0: stage he's not going to be yeah, in front of the camera to out. bury someone
1: and also we we i we know through kayfabe breaking things on the network that vince loves the new day so yeah. he's not going to not put them on tv too yeah
0: <laughs> so yeah We'll talk more about this later. Let's uh, yeah. continue talking about Fastlane. Next, we had a um, triple threat match for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Uh, Raw Tag Team Champions, The Revival, face off against NXT call ups, Aleister Black and Ricochet, and uh, Dad and Me, uh, Bobby uh, Roode and Chad Gable. Do you
1: do you think do you think before this match, Bobby Roode's like son? <laughs> I uh. I'm going to show you something something to, today. I'm going to show you how how to do a good job, son. <laughs> um, he looked up at Chad looked up at Bobby Roode and said, "Dad, that's that's about all we've done since we've came up from NXT. And
0: all I do are jobs." <laughs> <laughs> oh. <Uh-oh>. Um <laughs> yeah I don't know. It's hard to keep the four men on the middle and right side of the screen here happy uh I imagine uh because it's just hard to keep people in the tag team division in general happy when you don't give a shit about tag team wrestling and you're not booking it like you're booking the rest of the show but I think it's been improved on raw recently yeah mostly having to do with Alistair black and ricochet and the revival
1: yeah. They've uh, <laughs> they've been helping it out a whole lot. Yeah. Um, sure. The we we had to use the incredibly bad, dumb, confusing tag rules of only two people in the ring at a time. I yeah. I guess. I, I g- guess it just makes it. The only thing I can think of that makes it make more sense for like a triple threat match is. If there's three people in the ring and three people out of the ring, there's less reason for, like, well, why is one guy just laying down on the outside of the ring while the other two guys do stuff? Why doesn't his partner help him get back in?
0: Yeah, and triple threat stuff is, uh, really hard to, like, organize. So, you know, it's hard to keep track, do spots with three people opposed to two. So I get it from, like, that standpoint to make, like, the actual match look good. And I, I guess the idea of, like, sneaking a tag while someone gets too close adds some, like, strategy to, like, Oops, stay away from that side of the ring. That's where uh, the revival is. You don't want them to tag you in. You want to stay in. Yeah. So that's that's kind of cool, I guess. But I'm still kind of in that camp where it's like, eh. Just, you know. I think, I think what it is for you and I is that, who were the three tag teams when we watched wrestling last? The Dudleys, <laughs> the Hardys, and Edge and Christian. Those, any combination of those six men could do a triple threat at any given moment. Like, it's it's fine. But these six, or not, yeah, six guys, they, who knows if they can, right? And just any, just to keep that kayfabe going, who knows if any six guys you put together or any eight guys you put together, who knows if they can do that? This match, what do I have to say about this one? Good.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, Aleister Black and Ricochet are the men. They are the guys.
0: Yeah. And the combination of Ricochet with uh, Chad Gable was really good uh, on Sunday night and really good on Monday night. Um, Those two should work together more if they split up Rude and Gable. Ricochet should ricochet and chad gable should be the first feud ricochet has uh in singles action on main roster because those two work together a lot of the like reversals that ricochet can do out of german uh hold like the the around the back clasp like that's that's excellent that's really good The, the
1: thing that always blows my mind that ricochet does is when he does like a, a Dark Souls dodge roll into some kind of attack, like that's the Dark Souls <laughs> roll into
0: the lariat. It's amazing. Yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> it's like, amazing.
1: It it makes me wish he he did a spear because oof, that'd be that'd be a good spear. Just like doing a dodge roll and then ha.
0: Work with uh, r truth to do some corkscrews. He could do a corkscrew spear. Ricochet r truth would be an incredible team.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah <it> would be. <laughs>
1: Ricochet and Alistair Black is a great team as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, What is the picture that I sent you? Said what did it say? Warp Van's Warp Tour Undertaker.
1: Yeah, that's that's true. (laughs) That's That's what he is. Exactly. That's why he's cool.
0: Alistair Black is yeah. Put uh, put Undertaker in a blender with a uh, old Thrasher magazine, just blend it up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Out of the smoke comes. (laughs) Was was the the old YouTube channel? Will it blend? Ooh. Black mass smoke, don't breathe this <laughs> that's
1: <laughs> But, but is this like uh when you cook in Breath of the Wild, how you just throw shit in there <laughs> yeah, Shit like it, it bounces around, plays music and pops into something else. Mm. Even though you're making like a soup, somehow you got a shish kebab. You just <laughs> throw, <laughs> you throw in like his pile of clothes that he left on the ramp at WrestleMania or yeah. whatever, or in the ring, WrestleMania, and then you throw that in with, <laughs> like, a copy of fucking Thrasher and an old pair of Vans, <laughs> and he, blo- <laughs> as it's bouncing around, just pops up, and he's standing there ready and
0: then black Masses you. Yeah. he runs away, and you'll never find him again because that game's too big. <laughs> <laughs> He'll just occasionally that- blackmass you out of the woods. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Am I thinking of the night after or was this the match where he went to do a black mass and then they like caught his foot and then he just like they pushed around and he black mass someone else?
0: I don't recall that from Fastlane and I only got about three minutes of the match on Raw maybe less so oh, it might okay. have been Monday.
1: I could also just be inventing spots in my brain that are cool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's hard not to when you're thinking about Ricochet and Alistair Black and the Revival and Chad Gable and Bobby Roode. Yeah. All capable just, dudes. These
1: these men are saving tag team wrestling. Yeah. This was like a non-stop NXT match too. Yeah, it was. So I'm I'm just convinced that on Raw and SmackDown that they don't put on great caliber matches like this is so you give in to buy Vince thinks you have to give in to buy the pay-per-views to see actually good matches
0: I I 100% believe that's a mindset <laughs> where it's like give them give them a couple good spots and then you know maybe that Sunday morning they'll be sitting there going fuck I really want to watch this match this is the pay-per-view they get more time yeah I'll do it 10 bucks whatever <laughs> Which, I mean, t- come, come on, is awesome, $10 is better than going, it's fucking 60 bucks, I'm not going to be able to eat for a week, but I really want to watch Dean Malenko wrestle Perry Saturn. <laughs>
1: imagine if we still had to do that today, I would we'd probably have to, Vince, don't listen, we'd probably have to set up some kind of, like, point point the camera at my tv and stream it to you uh, and we'll do that back and forth
0: yeah and i and i mail you like half of it 30 bucks a month or something like that like that's yeah that's thank god for wwe network we sound like shills but we praise the networking every week because it's awesome that's 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 always like whenever i'm
1: on square circle the The rare times I do that, when people are, like, super complaining about pay-per, pay-per-views, there's always, like, a highly upvoted comment. At least it's only $10 a month now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's $120 a year opposed to... I think it's a little bit more. than I think it's $11 a month now. I think they up the price. So oh, it's, no. It's, like, $130 a year or something. 135 a year opposed to... I feel like I've said that on the show a hundred times. Opposed to spending that over the course of like three months, back in the day. So I don't I don't know. It's it's worth it, and the amount of classic content. No, I'm not gonna show anymore. All right, let's talk about the uh, the next match. Oh, wait, we should talk about the ending of this match real fast.
1: Yeah, Ricochet uh, jumped up onto the top turnbuckle and uh, took out Bobby Roode, who was throwing Alistair Black into the barricades and stuff and ricochet flew so far over he went to the other side of the barricade which was incredible mm. Chad chad gables in the ring is like oh no i'm dead and then he got
0: shatter machine <laughs> oh, no i'm dead <laughs> yeah that's how i would act if uh the revival were scoping me out to kick my ass <laughs> oh no i'm dead <laughs> no please stop killing me more <laughs> And then afterwards, to
1: still look like they're good, strong guys, uh, Ricochet got off a of 630, and Alistair got off a of Black Mass.
0: On the Revival, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you get to retain and look good at the match, but then you get your ass kicked afterward. I don't know, the Revival probably still have to be going, eh, about all the stuff going on. Yeah, that's what's going on with the Raw Tag Team belts. Pretty good match for them on this pay-per-view not as good as this next match
1: yeah they're like hey you want to see the same match again yes (laughs) hey you want to see the same match again but better
0: um um (laughs) yes it's the fatal four-way for the united states championship samoa joe as champion against andrade cn Rey ray mysterio and r-truth Oh, boy.
1: (laughs) How can Joe do suicide dives? Uh, How is Joe able to do that?
0: Not caring that he's been almost 300 pounds for 20 years. He's really got to throw that body around there, and he does it well. How is is Joe able to sell uh, counter DDTs from Ray like he did?
1: (laughs) How is... That was R Truth, who is six years older than John Cena, his hero, his childhood hero. How how is he able to do all the like corkscrews and in ring splits and stuff like he does? Uh yoga. DDP yoga?
0: Question mark?
1: I wanna take some DDP yoga. I wanna I just wanna buy a DDP. It saved
0: lives? So it's it has to be some good shit. It saved lives that were like in peril so yeah (laughs) you start doing ddp yoga in your 20s you'll be john cena by the time you're 50 (laughs) also i think the john cena being my childhood hero thing is uh, some sort of a like commentary not maybe maybe commentary is too big for it but it's sort of like a yeah he's my hero because he was a superhero and i was backstage not wrestling while he was you know winning four matches (laughs) and i think that's sort of I don't. I don't think our truth is that malicious, but I definitely think that could be part of it. Like, he—he's my hero because he—I've he, been wrestling longer than him, and who knows me?
1: I just feel like it's uh, ha The funny black man thinks the guy—the guy who's younger than him—is his childhood hero.
0: Yeah, it could be <laughs> that too. Aren't they uh, so funny, darling? Oh, they sure are. Uh, I hate um, it.
1: Our Truth has something over uh John Cena and most of the WWE where he he's been NWA champion. So. Oh
0: yeah. When was Our Truth an NWA champion? It was in like the two thousands. That's one. amazing. Let's talk about this fatal four way. Give me a spot you loved. Any anytime anytime Rey Mysterio
1: was was able to uh do a counter and also the five-knuckle shuffle that R-Truth did. But there is there is one problem with that five-knuckle shuffle.
0: What's wrong with it?
1: Technically, Andrade pinned to Joe. <laughs> I'm not sure if you were paying close attention, but Andrade <laughs> was covering Joe. Both shoulders were down. You can make a cover with your back, and I counted. One two three before our truth got the five knuckle shuffle.
0: So Andrade's United States uncrowned United States champion. Cool, very cool, Kanye. Um, that's that,
1: that's the picture of Kanye showing his phone to Donald Trump, and it's just that. It's
0: just it's it's just Andrade laying on top of Joe. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. Um, yeah. That's weird. But this is cool. This is a cool feud. These matches have been absolutely great. There's even great manager dynamics on the outside with Carmella yeah. and Vega. like Which we don't get to see, usually. Y- usually. um, There was something that happened this last time, but I can't recall exactly what happened between Carmella and Zelina Vega. I think Carmella just beat up Vega again. Yeah. <laughs> and then, that's, that's Hunter, what happens. Yeah, and then Almas and Truth went out to break them up, and that's when... um. Joe was able to take momentum and win the match and retain his United States Championship going into WrestleMania. <laughs>
1: and this whole match just keeps everyone looking strong because Ray didn't tap.
0: Yeah, he fell asleep instantly. <laughs> yeah, well, he's a it's little guy compared to Joe. Yeah, he's a little, he's his his arteries are smaller, you know. <laughs> uh, have Have
1: you been to Our Truth on Reddit recently? No. The, the top thread that I saw was Joe technically has Joe has not submitted or pinned our truth Joe keeps doing Fatal 4-Way matches because he know he cannot beat Truth in a he, one-on-one match. He can't. <laughs> he can't. That's the truth. Uh, Joe goes goes back to his hotel room and pulls up the Impact Twitch channel and just sees all the old matches of Ron Killings just being the guy and he's like, damn.
0: I, I can't beat this. I can't. I can't stop him. <laughs> <laughs> Rod Killings, so cool. Going into Maynard, you think they're just going to do this again?
1: Uh, hopefully not. What do you think they'd do instead? Uh, I think they should do an open challenge.
0: Oh, I think that's a good idea.
1: They should do an open challenge, and then uh, it turns out this is how I find out AEW would <laughs> <laughs> work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> Um, Open challenge would be cool. Uh, I would have... If I'm going to book it right now, I'm just going to do what I want. I'm going to have either Johnny Gargano or Velveteen Dream. Uh, Because everyone there is going to know who those two are. So that's going to get a big pop. Velveteen Dream coming out would be great. Velveteen Dream versus Joe would be awesome. But Velveteen Dream will probably have a big match the night before. But, I mean, this match will admittedly be much shorter. Yeah. Like 15 to 20 minutes shorter. Yeah. And Johnny. Like, Johnny's not doing anything since uh, Champa went out. So... Maybe work him into something over the next couple of weeks, or keep him cool so that pop is even louder when Rebel Heart hits after yeah. Joe cuts a fire attitude era energy promo about how he'll knock anyone out, he'll put anyone to sleep back there. Or Ric Flair comes out and beats Samoa Joe and becomes United States Champion.
1: I'd I'd believe that as well. <laughs> That'd be funny. That'd be fun.
0: I'd love that. <laughs> um. All right. Let's talk about the next match, which is a women's tag team title match. Uh, women's tag team champions, Sasha Banks and Bayley against Tamina and Nia Jax. It's definitely a match you put on after a match that as good as the, the, the two or three previous ones, I guess. You gotta this cool
1: is, off a little bit.
0: Not that this was bad. It just was not as exciting as the rest of the stuff that was going on. A little bit. I'm gonna one hundred percent level with you. I don't remember a whole lot from this match, other than the like stuff towards the end with Beth Phoenix. Yeah, yeah I don't I don't remember a whole lot from the match. I just know Tamina and Naya kept fucking up. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, there was um her trying to like counter something Sasha did and then like falling to one knee and it, it that stumble took like 20 30 seconds to recover from (laughs) yeah that was that was rough but they were on the outside of the ring and they uh they uh threw Sasha over the uh announcer's table and Beth Phoenix walked out to just kind of move and then she was closer to Naya I want to say and started some she didn't start anything but Naya was like what do you what do you want out of here it, on a on
1: commentary, because after the match, Bailey and Sasha retained, of course. Because if you thought they're gonna give Tamina Snuka a belt, you are, you are. Uh, sorry, the singular Tamina Mark, who probably listens to our podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, very sorry. You heard a- after the like post match assault from Nia Jax and Tamina on Sasha and Bailey, they threw Sasha over, over the table, and I was like, that's the worst person to pick. Sasha always gets hurt.
0: It's because she's so good at selling. Uh,
1: I heard Beth Phoenix, like, she she got real irate about the situation and brought up and was like, after all the all the things the women have fought for in this division, I can't believe they'd act like that. She sounded real pissed eye to eye with Tamina as, as I was getting excited and they were getting excited. I was like, ooh, this is... This is what I think is gonna happen. It's like Lamazon, She coming back. She she just kind of uneventfully stopped wrestling because Edge stopped wrestling.
0: Oh, are they married?
1: Yeah, Beth Phoenix is Edge's wife.
0: That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, they've been together, uh, since, at least since Edge had to retire.
0: Huh, I didn't know that. Yeah, in that time. Yeah. Beth <laughs> Phoenix got put in the Hall of Fame real quick. I noticed she stopped wrestling and probably like. <laughs> 2014 i want to say
1: it was like yeah it's like 12 13 or 14
0: and she's already in the hall of fame it's wild <laughs> but yeah this does seem like beth phoenix is coming back to the ring in some way is it going to be in the capacity of teaming up with natalia and maybe challenging for those women's tag titles at mania because maybe something fell through with trish and Lita. Or is it going to be a match at Mania Triple threat. against Nia or Tamina or something? Not, it's yeah. not going to be a singles match against Tamina. That's not going to be what it is. <laughs> That's not going to be it. Nope. <laughs> so we'll see what happens yeah, with these women's tag belts going into Mania. Hopefully something yeah. real good and exciting.
1: Yeah, because she tried to fight but then can't beat both. two two large women beating the shit out of you and then natalia came down but she also got attacked so the refs had to pull them back but that was very exciting that we get to see we're gonna be able to hopefully see uh two women who who deserved better than the era they were in (laughs) have a good match
0: yeah beth phoenix was well ahead of her time and natalia was as well and we all know the gimmick Natalia had to survive through, so...
1: <laughs> she did have... Natalia did have uh, good words of advice, too. I think it was Eva Marie about uh, that stuff on Total Divas, which I've never watched and will never watch. Mm-hmm. Where Eva was complaining about, I don't like my thing being... I I keep making up excuses to wrestle. And Natalia's like, I, I had to deal with my thing being farting for a few weeks. Like, That's what happens. It sucks, but... You just you put up with it.
0: You put on shows every week. The what you do will change. You put in the work. They'll give you something. They'll give you something you want, maybe. You know, and if you don't want to work that hard, then you just gotta do what they give you. I imagine that's what it's like. Yeah. You gotta take the, reach for the brass ring. You can't always expect them to use the talent they don't have like a like a master scheme plan right they don't yeah they don't they know what you're good at but they don't know how to put everyone exactly where they should be man yeah. if you, if you get there you know there's only a couple times in wrestling history wwe history that they've been there probably like the early 90s probably like around wrestlemania one to wrestlemania three and then attitude era they might get there again but you, you can't just expect I don't want to do this. Well, then we don't have anything for you. You want to talk about a WWE championship match, Jory? Sort of. Me too, sort of. I'll say sort of <laughs> as well.
1: Kevin Owens made his way down to the ring, and they said it was a triple threat match.
0: Well, they're going to add Kofi's corpse in. Cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, Kofi's corpse. Daniel Bryan makes his way to the ring, and I'm just I'm just sitting in my chair. I'm just thinking, Randall Keith. Randall, 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 Randall Keith. It's got to be Randall Keith Orton, right? Yeah, it's Rand- It's Randall definitely Keith. Randall Keith, the person that screwed over uh, Kofi's original chances of having more WWE title shots. It's Randall Keith. He's got to... He's got. It's got to be him, right?
0: Yeah, definitely Randall Keith.
1: Who else would it be? He. It's a triple threat match, which is also weird. And then Mustafa. All these all music plays. I that. Yeah. He, didn't, he. He didn't get his chance. So that's. It's fair. It sucks for him. He has to take that heat.
0: He has to get uh, the chance of Kofi. And he has to
1: take the booze and the heat for that, even though it's not uh, his fault.
0: Yeah. um...
1: Within kayfabe, he has has a right to be there because it's... (laughs) He missed his chance.
0: At Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So the match itself. That was good. We want Kofi.
1: Yeah, that's... That's all you could hear. Yep, the entire time, all you could hear is "We want Kofi." Uh, even though they were they were given a great show.
0: Yeah, an a incredibly great good show. Great match. You probably couldn't. You probably couldn't put together three more exciting people under contract with this company right now, and everyone just chanted, "We want Kofi." So it's yeah. like there's there's a good kayfabe reason for it to happen in the moment the crowd is is doing is partaking in something else that's related to this and if you don't care about either of those things you're just watching a really good match which is a really well planned show I think
1: yeah definitely uh,
0: it's, it's it's like if you're mad about anything that's happening in this whether Kofi's not involved uh, you know. Whether Mustafa is all of a sudden, you just just take a step back and then look at all the cool things that are able to go on at this moment in time. You got Kofi, uh, the Kofi movement for Kofi Mania, and then a good match is happening in the ring. It's it it's a, another really good pay per view, and this match absolutely contributed to it. It's Kevin Owens' first pay per view ba- uh, since returning, and he was in top form at it. We got a stunner out of him, a stunner or two. He he tried to get two, but he did get one on uh, Dean O'Brien. That
1: didn't go through. Yeah, we got oh five four. We got a standing Spanish fly. Excellent. Got pop-up power bombs. Just like with Joe, I'm always amazed when Owens goes over the top rope.
0: <laughs> Kevin Owens is definitely leaner in buff since... Yeah. <laughs> Since coming back, but they they
1: do like to uh, to show the the clip of Daniel Bryan calling co- him fat. Yeah. You placed a man who who throws out copious amounts of pancakes with a man who eats copious amounts of pancakes, and just close off uh, close up on him smiling, thinking he's so funny and clever. Yeah.
0: And then it cuts to, it cuts to Kevin Owens laughing, kind of like face away from the mic. Like, that's pretty funny. Keith's <laughs> probably enjoying that. These are these are all
1: all great great men. <laughs> he uh, Kevin Owens went to he did a pop up power bomb onto the apron, uh, but he got. Got flattened out by Rowan, which was completely
0: legal because it's a triple threat, which means no disqualifications.
1: Yeah, unfortunately,
0: KF uh, rule book right here. the
1: The ending, the 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 end move was super satisfying. Where Daniel Bryan got him midair with, with a knee, and took him down. It's probably dangerous. Ollie trying going off the top rope. And Dee and Brian hitting him with a knee. Oh, it definitely it was, is. It was good.
0: Yeah. I would, I would say this is a match that I should go back and rewatch Because I'm not sure how much I appreciate it in the moment. But looking back, it's a good match. Yeah. And uh, pretty cool that Mustafa Ali was was added into this. I'm not sure if that was the plan going into the the show. But I know that these two guys... Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan have been pretty high on Mustafa Ali as a performer. I think getting him over is going to be difficult, though. After this, yes. After this and some other stuff. Being called Mustafa Ali. Yeah, being who he is, which is unfortunate. (laughs) But, like, that's just how wrestling works. You're going to have a I imagine you're going to have a harder time. In certain places, getting people to root for him, even though he's a face and like a good performer and a good guy who has like a pretty American sounding background. He was a cop, he hates bullying, yeah. you know, things like that. But they're gonna look yeah. at him and go, So when does Randy Orton come out and RKO? <laughs> like, yeah, that's <laughs> okay. He, um, he's backstage,
1: he every t- after a match, is like, So people are like, Man, crowd weren't so receptive to that, honey. He's like, Yeah but if this were like 10 years ago, I'd be paired up with the great Kali. So yeah, would... <laughs>
0: yes, exactly. If this was 10 years ago, he would absolutely be the great Kalis' like little cruiserweight bodyguard, man. Yeah. Which would fucking suck. And I'm glad that he uh, is where he is in the wrestling history. So he'll eventually probably get to hold up the WWE title. The, the, the next match
1: was it really a match. No, we can we can go through it real quick because not a whole lot happened. Uh, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch. Becky wins. She gets put into the WrestleMania match to make it a triple threat.
0: How does she win? Um, Ronda Rousey helps her. Yeah. She,
1: Which it's... You get the outcome you want, but it doesn't feel, feel as good as you wanted it's it cause to. It's because they're
0: pushing that injury angle really hard, and I think they should have stopped th- doing that uh, about two ago. I think this ago. is the last of it. I sure hope so. I don't even think it needed to come this far. This should have just been a good match yeah. between Becky and Charlotte at a mm-hmm. pay-per-view.
1: At, at how I feel like it's also partially just to keep Becky in good shape so nothing bad happens at WrestleMania cuz they don't want to fuck it up. Yeah. They don't want it to
0: end badly. Hey, remember that one time they added uh Charlotte Flair to the main event of WrestleMania so she could do the job because Ronda wouldn't?
1: Uh, we oh, yeah. Oh, did I just
0: predict the future? Holy shit. Okay, let's talk about the main so event.
1: When we, when we get to their promos, um I I have galaxy brain thing i want to
0: happen all right um
1: but yeah it was charlotte working the legs if if she would have tapped when becky got the disarm her right there that would have been just as satisfying as um as her like doing a, a, a big match but and becky punched got punched by ronda rousey and ronda rousey's like i'm by my own rules i'm a heel now and after that i was like Hey, maybe Ronda Rousey being a heel will be good. But then Monday Night Raw happened. So, um...
0: Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute.
1: (laughs) Afterwards, we got the main event. Nothing on the line except everyone marking out the Shield versus the Nega Shield.
0: I gotta say, looking back on it, it was probably the right match to put at the end just because everyone was so excited. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you Like, just this the is the best the crowd, crowd was all night.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> for one more time. One final time. The end. The last single time ever. The Shield are back. For one final, one more time. The last ever match they will ever have as The <laughs> Shield ever.
0: Hey, how many matches will The Shield have after this? Together? None. None this ever? This is the last
1: one ever. Until they uh, get inducted into the Hall of Fame and triple powerbomb someone on Triple power Triple powerbomb uh, <laughs> Adam Cole? <laughs> Adam Cole and Undisputed. No, it'll be after that when they get added to the Hall of Fame because they'll have to be old. Oh, okay. I'm thinking like 15 years from now. I don't think Adam Cole and Undisputed Era will still be <laughs> doing uh, Undisputed yeah. Era
0: <laughs> in 15 years. Yeah, probably not. You're right. Well, I mean, <laughs> with how over they are. Anything is possible. They'll use the energy of the universe to <laughs> wrestle well yeah. beyond their time. Um, yeah, it sure was the last time ever, and it sure was a shield match because <laughs> man, they were just everywhere.
1: <laughs> oh, it was, uh, <laughs> it was so good from start to finish. The only thing to to make it more exciting is if Seth would have do- had the blonde streak again. The tactical
0: roll over the barricade. Yeah, whoo, that was I good. Love that. I love that so much.
1: And if they would have had the uh, like a skull face mask, that would have been good too.
0: Yeah. All right.
1: <laughs> the the hand, the Hounds of Justice made their way, and before they could officially start to match, they just brought the the assault onto the evil, anti shield.
0: Anti shield.
1: Yeah, the sword. Oh, that's basically that's basically what they are because Claymore, so it works.
0: Pokemon Sword and Shield. To see what you did there, okay.
1: Yep, that's totally what this is. <laughs> <laughs> that was my intent. Yep, you caught me. Yep. I'm just so I'm just v- so smart, you know, bringing in pop culture into this.
0: Video games, am I right? They exist. Have we ever talked about them on here before? <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, it was a pretty fast paced match I would say that resulted in a lot of separate fights going on in different parts of the arena Um, the Shield's first official match I think was at TLC 2012 which was in December of 2012 and I've watched that match probably 4 or 5 times (laughs) Um, it's I don't want to get the opponents wrong I think it's I think it's Ryback, um, I can't remember, I want to say one of them is Jericho, but like the match just goes on everywhere, it goes on <laughs> absolutely everywhere, um, it goes on on the stage, it goes on behind the timekeepers area, there's three matches going on at once, and I don't know how the camera people have changed from 2012 to 2019, but in 2012 they were a lot more capable of uh, tracking all those things separately and showing you what's going on at at each place in, like, a timely way and, like, get good spots in. In 2019, it was just sort of like, here's the spot here. Now we're gonna go to hard cam and zoom all the way out. And then the camera's swinging around. We don't know what's happening. Go back to this camera. Just Roman kind of looking at Dean from across the arena. (laughs) What's happening? Uh, I don't know. But this match was still really cool. Like... The Shield rides one last time was yeah, was pretty damn good. And the heels got to look good too. Yeah, they did.
1: Uh, surprisingly, the main spots that stood out to me is all the the finishers that Corbin got got in.
0: Oh, his um reversal of a spear into a deep six. Yeah, that was nuts. That looked really good. That was like a top speed deep six. That was really yeah. good. The deep six is an underrated finisher.
1: <laughs> it it looks it looks so good. It's done
0: by an uh-huh. unlikable character.
1: I I like that we got to see where the kickoff show happens. Like I've always wondered where exactly <laughs> the placement is. They they show with like the blurry background and stuff. Whenever they're doing the kickoff show, you don't get a good idea because I'm willing to believe that it's like partially like a CG effect added in but no they, you gotta see where they keep the stage and they keep it up during the rest of the show they don't have like guys come in and take down real quick in between matches they just leave it there Do, just do you leave think- it
0: there so you move the ring out and all the barricades <laughs> and stuff whatever do, do you think
1: uh, if you do you think they keep people around it so after the pre-show is done if I have my seats over there I can't just like go sit there and pretend I'm doing the pre-show <laughs> Cause
0: I do that talking Booker T voice, looking at t- into a camera that's not there.
1: D- d- while while this match is going on, both of us are sitting there just going Chucky ducky, quack, quack." Five times, five times, time, five times, five times. Time, time. time. time.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, jumping in between in between seats. So, Sam Roberts, what what do you think? And jump over. Now that I have a beard, I got to be an annoying big asshole on the pre shows. It's his heel for some turn. reason. For some reason, growing a beard made me into a heel, even though I'm like 5'2 and have a high pitched voice.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it's his heel turn, which is weird. <laughs> it's,
1: it's the wild. <laughs> so, David Otunga, what do you think? I was uh, in a Medea movie recently. <laughs> cool, David. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Remember Nexus? Yes. <laughs> oh, I don't. You asked us about it, David. Oh, yeah. Remember when I was a tag team champion with John Cena? Yes. Oh, good, because I don't. David, how much law knowledge do you have up there? What's going on with you?
1: (laughs) Yeah, Dean, Seth, uh, Drew, and Lashley were all fighting over at the kickoff show area when... uh, Rollins climbed up on to, like, in in a terrifying spot that if you own this arena, you're probably like, oh, no, don't do this. If you die here, no one will ever want to sit over there ever again. (laughs) Where Rollins was, like, up on top of, like, the next level of seats, and he, like, jumped. He basically did a suicide dive taking uh, the bad guys out. And, oh, God.
0: Yeah, that spot was very good. I think my favorite was the stomp on Bobby Lashley onto the announcers table.
1: Oh, that was good. <laughs> that was wild.
0: That was absolutely wild.
1: And they they, they gave uh, they gave McIntyre the uh, the triple power bomb through the table, the shield bomb. It's it's such a, such a satisfying thing to see. And now now that two out of three of them are taken care of. They surround the ring. They're they're closing off all exits for for their opponent. Michael Cole voice: This is classic
0: Shield. Michael Cole aneurysm voice: This is classic Shield. <laughs> um. Yeah, so it's just it's just Baron Corbin, and he's begging for his life. Please, I have a mortgage. I can't pay that mortgage if I can't go to my job at Applebee's. Please. <laughs>
1: TGI Fridays closed that I had to get wo- work at Applebee's for one less dollar an hour. Please. Oh. I make
0: $9 ho- nine an hour now, please. <laughs> I need to be able to wrestle so I can pay my mortgage.
1: They-, they got him in the ring, and then they're like, hey, you remember TLC? He's like, oh, no. <laughs> and then he took all the finishers, sort of. Rollins gave him a super kick, which... I mean if he if he did a roll through Falcon arrow that'd be too
0: much I think he's a little bit I think I think the idea I'm sure was like I want I want to roll through Falcon arrow him or you know I want to do another stomp but really Rollins should be doing as little as possible right now yeah it's I I'm bad I, if he, he got hurt here he
1: he did more in this match than I thought he would I called that he wouldn't be doing much because Even up till now, they were like, "I don't." He's we're hoping he's cleared for mania. Uh, Yeah, Rollins gave him a super kick, Reigns got the Superman punch in, and then we got a dirty deeds. And after that, you think he can take the pin? After that, no. One more. In Seth Rollins' words, because he said a swear, I know he did, said a swear because he started screaming, and they blacked it out. And I, they didn't bother blurring his mouth because it's it's live. He Seth Rollins is screaming throughout the arena one more motherfucking time. <laughs> oh my
0: god, this <laughs> is so wish cool. I,
1: got, I wish I got live audio of that because it, it's pro, it, I can't imagine being more energized than it. if you could get any more energized after hearing that i really can't one more one more triple powerbomb for pin and the shield is victorious on their final night together as friends as brothers as the shield no more after this
0: never again definitely not at SummerSlam or something probably (laughs) well i guess i guess seth might be busy with that big red belt but who knows
1: He'll be recovering after his 25 F5s and 70 German. Oh, yeah, he's definitely not going to be on
0: TV all summer because...
1: <laughs> They're going to sell the in- how big bad Brock Lesnar is so Brock doesn't go to AEW. Yeah. That's yeah. what's happening.
0: And also to probably help clear up whatever he might have right now. Just 100% him. Yep. So then at SummerSlam he can face Balor or something. That was fast Fastlane. How do you feel about this one, Jory? Pretty good pay per view, or nah? Yeah,
1: it was good. Illumination Chamber was more exciting, but this is this is exciting in the way that it's definitely setting up uh, WrestleMania to be exciting.
0: Yeah, it's like the uh, Halo Two to WrestleMania's Halo Three. Okay, gotcha.
1: You say that like like people, most people don't think Halo Two is better than Halo Three.
0: Well, Halo 2 just has the big cliff, what are you doing on that ship, Master Chief, sir, finishing this fight. And then it just ends. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then all of Raw Smackdown for the next month is just going to be like some Halo comics that you are never going to read but are canon? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you know how I know it's it's Halo comics? They, they brought out a character you you forgot about for the first match on Raw.
0: <laughs> oh, did they? Yeah, they, did. they absolutely, sure did. Let's go through the opening of Raw. Let's go through that and get to that man we forgot about. Yeah, they, they, had,
1: they had a shield kickoff, which it wasn't even like a promo or anything. It was just like, hey, man, it was the last night at, as the shield. And I'm so happy that my bros were able to help me do that. And he's like, and because of that, we're both hoping that Seth Rollins can beat Brock Lesnar. And That was it? Yeah, that was it. They did one last shield fist meet. It's not really a bump. And, uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: It's a, hey, as, all of our fists are here. As place.
1: everyone left, uh, Paul Heyman came out. And Seth Rollins did the Paul Heyman promo because he's heard it 97 times. And they threw a. This they year. Showed us the other yeah <laughs> video package of how cool Brock Lesnar is, and when it when it came out of the uh, the video package, Shelton Benjamin came out and suplexed <laughs> Rollins. and like, hey, you remember Shelton Benjamin?
0: Well, like, he went to he was college dorm mates with Brock Lesnar, which is actually pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it yeah, it makes sense. Like they're all uh off. They both went to Minnesota State or whatever at the same time. Yeah. They're like the same age. They both came into the company at the same time. Just uh one guy got a bigger run. One guy had a really good run at first and then one guy just had a ha- has had a super run his entire time anytime he's been with the company.
0: But yeah, Seth Rollins with Shelton Benjamin, um Shelton Benjamin like doing the bidding for Heyman and Lesnar is a good idea considering yeah. the friendship that they have.
1: And it's a good, it's a good guy to have, they should, they should have been doing this a long fucking time ago. Yeah. Is it's like just
0: starting to remember how to do that, where you can have people do bidding for others. Like with the bar coming out for Vince McMahon to shut Kofi up, like it seems yeah. like they're just realizing like, Oh, people don't just have to sit in the back. We can utilize everyone and just have them kind of fit a role in the program and not be like a contender or on some sort of ladder to the title. And that's what yeah. Shelton did on Monday night, and it was perfect to go along with what Heyman and Lesnar are doing, and the feud with Seth leading up to Mania. The match itself, pretty mm. pretty good.
1: Shelton Benjamin was doing a uh, German suplexes because that's what that's what Daddy Brock would have done. Uh, Paul Heyman was on commentary, but I tuned him out because I'm trying to tune out commentary. Ah, <laughs> good plan. And uh, Rollins got got the blackout stomp on benjamin to win because of course you don't want you don't want uh rollins doing too much because he's he's just hurt and you don't want to ruin the wrestlemania main event one of seven main events on the card <laughs>
0: um four three still a lot the next match i i, I caught s- yeah i caught some of it and i don't know why it happened yeah
1: uh lashley beat finn Balor with a spear the he first
0: wins. line here so what was the point of balor winning the title in the first place i guess so he can win it back at mania now i'm not really that's the only thing i could think of is for
1: is they're like uh this is the only way we can give lashley a match at wrestlemania
0: then then just wait until fast lane to have uh balor win it or to have a match and then have leo rush interfere and then you know i guess it makes sense because you don't because the mcmahon family is not going to be honorable right now and be like okay leo rush involved himself and shouldn't have so we'll give you a rematch at the showcase of the immortals like yeah like i get it but you you can't believe that they would do that right now but it's like just wait a little bit just wait a month to to move into this opposed to doing it two months out I guess winning it back at mania is a good thing though um, that's really all I have to say about that it's seems, I was seems weird. I was
1: interested when Theo Rush grabbed like the timekeepers bell and was like he he rang it and they were just confused and they're like he is the champion like that'd be that's interesting but, uh, Balor should have won anyway and yeah he could have he could have just had uh, Lashley Balor at WrestleMania, and Leo barred from ringside. Yep, just seems weird. Yeah, it's weird because Lashley didn't didn't even get pinned to lose the title, so doesn't even look good for Finn Balor now. There has to be something. There's some, I I have a hard time believing with all the other stuff they're doing for so many other people that. they don't have anything planned for this but also they could just be so busy with all that other stuff that they don't care I i saw some people thinking that he's gonna have the match against kurt angle at wrestlemania which that's that's stupid who finn balor yeah
0: no there's only one person that's gonna face kurt angle we'll talk about that in a minute
1: uh then after that i uh i found out that um i don't know if you had the same realization but found out that ronda rousey might possibly be even worse at being a heel than she is being a face
0: it's just the same tone it's just yeah, the same there's, thing
1: there's nothing different she's just using angrier words
0: yep stiff it's there's nothing different she's and, just she only has <laughs> she one just, tone one speed she,
1: and the only thing i could think in the the speed is uh staggered because she doesn't know how to cut promos
0: yeah she just says she just gets the tone of conviction and then reads her lines that she can remember. That's Yeah. We're being real mean to Ronda Rousey on here, but I'm about ha- I've I've had it. I'm I'm pretty done with this. Um yeah.
1: she yeah. Uh, she confirmed everything. Uh, cuz I I know for a fact now that it's a it's a worked shoot of how she feels cuz there's no way that that wasn't genuine of her being upset that she wasn't cheered in LA. At the Staples Center after getting beat up. And then Dana Brooke came out and gave a a better promo. About (laughs) hard work and stuff like that. And uh, and then Rousey just beat her up.
0: Poor Dana Brooke. They just picked someone from backstage who hadn't been doing anything. Yeah. So, yeah, that happened. Uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet faced Chad Gable and Bobby Roode again afterward.
1: Yeah, they're like, um, hey, because you guys were there to take the to do the job, we didn't win the titles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was I I only saw some of this on YouTube. This is pretty good. It seemed like a lot of the stuff that happened the night before. Did anything happen in terms of story moving forward, or was this just sort of like a match? It it was it was definitely
1: a filler match. It was a good match because it's a good match to answer have it's black and ricochet are good and. Bobby and Chad Gable are pretty good. They're not a team that I think should have ever had the tag belts because they don't they don't ca- they don't wow me as a tag team really. Uh, yeah. They're uh they did a good job of making Ricochet and Alistair look good. So there like there was there's some good good stuff in there. But I get to see Black Mass and it still looks good. Yep. And I like how uh Black and Ricochet when they during their entrances, they still use the NXT graphics instead of Raw or SmackDown.
0: Definitely, that's definitely a thing that pushes me to believe that there's the shakeups going to be where they settle down. And I, I could see them being separated, but who knows? Raw's always going to be a big going to be a big deal for WWE, but SmackDown's going to have to be a bigger deal for a little bit. Yeah, come <laughs> October, like Eminem being a guest on SmackDown. <laughs>
1: That'll be a week that we don't talk about SmackDown.
0: That's fine, I'm
1: cool with that. <laughs> uh, did you did you see the moment of bliss on Raw? I did, I did see it. It was nice and short and really really funny. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I was expecting it, but still the setup for it was great because she's so there's like we're gonna reveal who's the who's the host for WrestleMania. Uh, and they play, she talks about who's, who's been there and showing a video and showing Hollywood and showing all this red carpet stuff. And it just cuts from like B-roll footage to, uh, footage of her <laughs> <laughs> says Alexa bliss and I'm laughing really hard. Cause that's really funny.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think it's good. It's a good idea. She hasn't been doing anything. She missed out on a lot of stuff because of injury as, and as soon as they announced that i was like yeah it's gonna be her yeah it's it makes too much sense almost yeah Ev- everyone loves her so she's got to be there in some capacity this is a good capacity to have her there in. yeah i think it's i think it's pretty smart i'm i'm excited for that honestly i guess elias did something in the ring i, I just yeah. really want to talk about no way jose's hair what the hell <laughs>
1: He he's he's a walking Sprite commercial now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he is. That's I guess one, when you're not on TV it doesn't fucking matter what you do with your hair with your hair, right? When like, he was in Cleveland, he
1: met up with LeBron. I was like, "Hey man, <laughs> I heard you he got the Sprite hookup." <laughs> uh Elias throughout Fastlane was given songs and then nothing happened? Like he didn't get interrupted? He he was doing a song and uh, No Way Jose came out and was like, oh shit, No Way Jose is on TV. Finally, Elias got pissed and just as Jose is making his way to the ring, Elias just fucking slides through the ropes, gives him a big old boot to the face and then fights all the conga lions.
0: Yeah, he was just pissed. And then he he hit the drift away on the like steel part of the ramp. Yeah, that's was rough. Just, just so pissed. Just leave the, me alone. Let me sing my songs.
1: Remember when we were like, it's going to be Finn Balor versus Elias at WrestleMania?
0: Yeah, I sure do remember that. That was wrong. <laughs> um, I guess before or after this, Braun Strowman destroyed a car uh, that one of the SNL hosts sent to him. So Braun Strowman's yeah. not going to have a match at Mania, but he's just probably going to beat the shit out of those hosts.
1: <laughs>
0: just the white guy yeah just him that's
1: <laughs> is. how do you think it feels for Braun to have two not real Wrestlemania matches in a row <laughs> probably not good but he better fucking get used to it he's the big guy put him in a match against uh, the great Khali in the big show hell yeah uh, Tony Schiavone voice that'll put butts in seats <laughs> <laughs> yeah it
0: definitely won't get them out of the seats going. Well, I guess I can get a hot dog and piss right now. Make it the main event. Oh, my God. Wasn't the tag match the second to last thing at WrestleMania last year? It was, yeah, yeah. That's fucking dumb. Holy shit.
1: Do you want to talk about Natalia and Nia Jax? Because I don't.
0: It's just pushing Beth Phoenix into something at WrestleMania, which is pretty cool. Yeah. That's what I care about with it.
1: I guess because this match ended in disqualification and everything, it doesn't matter.
0: It so. was literally like the whole the whole segment was on YouTube and it was like two minutes and fifty seconds. Yeah, it was Beth- very short. <laughs>
1: Beth gave it to the ring attack, Nia Jax, and then after that attack ended, uh, Nia and Tamina went backstage where Bailey and Sasha beat the shit out of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did see that. I did see that. Um, yeah, I mean maybe it'll be a triple threat match for the women's tag titles or something or maybe a, a fatal four way with the iconics or something like that they could have promo on smackdown through yeah. video about those tag belts and they're pretty well suited for those belts yeah. and they are defended on both brands now so or all three all three all three okay yeah see mm-hmm. so something's going to happen with them soon involving all of the people i just mentioned potentially I'm real. I'm really hedging this bet. I'm putting the chip down at every single spot, but... What can you really say about it right now? You want to talk about a segment that made me laugh while watching it earlier today on YouTube? The... The, the Batista segment made you laugh? Give me what I want! Slobbering on the mic. It's, real, it's uh, actually kind of funny. The I Guardians found- of the Independence scene comment was pretty fucking weird for triple h to say. I, I found it to be pretty impactful,
1: but that 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 m- comment is is weird.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Especially coming from him. Like I guess you don't really have to ha- respect the indies to pluck guys from them, but Batista left to get away from Triple H.
1: And <laughs> he he just he wants wants one chance. He wants to the match to end my career and your career he's just screaming back and forth give me what i want i'm not gonna give you what what you want. that's exactly give me me what i want
0: give me what i want i'm not i'm not gonna give you what you want give me what i want
1: (laughs) it's just like fucking a if the back and forth was a little bit shorter and yeah it it, it was satisfying because it felt like did they really
0: not ever wrestle I don't each know other? if they ever had a singles match against each other. It might have been, like, Im- oh, significantly Batista
1: more. versus Triple H at WrestleMania 21. Okay. And but that that
0: wasn't on Batista's
1: terms. And Batista won. Wow, wow.
0: holy shit. That's amazing. And it oh was for God. the
1: big gold belt.
0: That's wild.
1: I, I Yeah, I guess it could have been because uh. Wasn't well, on Batista's terms or something like that. It'll be it'll be an interesting match <laughs> because Triple H and as soon as this is gonna be on your terms, but it's on my stipulations and like, It's going to be no holds barred street fight something like that. It's a no holds barred match at Mania.
0: That's good. I think that suits these two pretty well.
1: Yeah, that'll be good. It it'll make up for uh, uh, some sluggishness that yeah. will come. I don't know. I feel like Batista is probably in scarily good wrestling shape, <laughs> like shockingly good shape for wrestling. That's that's my inkling, but <laughs> it'll be it'll be an exciting match.
0: Yeah, I'm 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 really looking forward to that one actually. Batista versus Triple H, no hold bars, no holds barred at uh, WrestleMania. That'll be. It'll be cool and pretty quick, I imagine. Yeah. The next person on the show, he's going to have a match at WrestleMania. Jory, who was the next person up, and what did he have to say?
1: Are you familiar with a man who won Olympic gold in wrestling in 1996 with... I am, maybe. With... Did you know he had something? When what did he, he won? A broken frickin' neck
0: holy shit that's
1: amazing <laughs> when he was walking down to the ring i basically mouthed out his promo I, I was like he's gonna come down to the ring he's like hey guys in 1996 i won the i won an olympic gold medal with a broken freaking neck and winning that opened up bunches a ton of opportunities for me which led me here but now i'm retiring because i
0: old, because i'm old That's basically what he said yeah he got real emotional during it too which was yeah which is pretty sad but i mean i can i can see why like he's had a really long wrestling really long and successful wrestling career with a lot of people believing in him and Kurt, Kurt Angle's someone that you look back on you go back to the moment you see olympic gold medalist uh wrestler Kurt Angle signs with WWE that's one of those things where it's like you know how like big of a bust mark henry was at first right like yeah he he didn't really do anything for years that was pretty good kurt angle immediately showed up and was impactful and he's pretty much always been impactful at any promotion he was working in wwe uh impact tna impact japan um it could have ended really poorly but it ended up being in my opinion one of the best wrestling careers of the last 30 years and uh, it's pretty sad to see him go, but there's only one person that I think can send him off with his announcement of uh, of WrestleMania being his farewell match. Drury, who's that person? Well, I'm going to take... Uh, you might not have heard of him,
1: but his career in the WWE, the main roster was kicked off with a match against kurt angle Hmm. he is a 16 time world champion that's right rick flair (laughs) (laughs) john cena is the only person it could it should be it's gonna be an open
0: challenge and he's gonna sit there and go anybody in the back who thinks they 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 have the 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 gall to retire, Kurt Angle, come out the, here.
1: What are what's the what's the things? What's the, it's like the five somethings or
0: whatever, the three somethings that Kurt did. Um, the five, the the four eyes, intensity, integrity. Yeah. Um. Uh. I don't intelligence and something else. I don't remember the the fourth one. Yeah. If you if you, anyone back there has the four eyes, come out here and show them to me, and then. Cena's going to come out face-to-face. Kurt Angle getting all choked up. Hey, why do you think you can retire me? Because I got one thing. Ruthless aggression. And then the bell rings and they have a cool 10-minute match where, fuck, if I know who wins, I'd probably let Kurt win that. Yeah, I'd put Kurt over. And that, that'd that be good, too, if they don't announce if it's it being John Cena.
1: Yeah. Like, if no one knows that John It's Cena, hard to not do
0: that. that, also, because you know how big of a deal it is to, like, have John yeah. Cena on a card, but I w- I'd go with... I'd risk that to go, like, hey, let's just not... Let's just say John Cena's not going to be a Mania. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> anyone who's who can guess, you know, Kurt Angle, it's his final match, who was John Cena's first match, Kurt Angle, okay, they'll probably do this, he's probably going to be there. Uh... Yeah, I I think it's it's going to be a really good moment. It's going to be a really good WrestleMania send-off for him. And then Angle yeah. had a match against Apollo Crews. Yeah, Paul, Paul Crews who looked up to Kurt Angle growing up.
1: I don't I feel like any any sort of uh athletic wrestler probably did. It was it was a short match, but it was it was satisfying.
0: Kurt raised Apollo's arm after the match ended. I could totally see Kurt requesting Apollo to be his opponent during that match. Yeah. Apollo deserves a whole lot. So I don't really know how the next... Well, my bad. Do you have anything else you want to say about nope. the Kurt Angle stuff? We can, we can go on to the the, la- the back half of the last hour. I don't know how it started. So if you want to quickly run me through how the this all started with Roman in the ring and everything.
1: So... <laughs> Roman was supposed to have a match against Baron Corbin for the main event. And after he made his do- way down to the ring, the the Roman Reigns music played. There wasn't a chorus of boos, which was it's almost off-putting. Strange, yeah. Uh, and as he made his way down to the ring, uh, Drew McIntyre came out and beat him up and gave him a Claymore. And another one. And then officials came out to look at Roman and they're like shining lights in his eyes. Like you got like concussed and it was weird. It was really weird. Yeah. And he said,
0: Seth came out and was like, Hey, it's okay to not be okay, man. Roman said, yeah, it's fine. I just have a little bit of a headache. So they're really going to sell a concussion. I think going forward.
1: I feel like they, they, they might be they'll probably be selling an ang- my my guess with it is that they're just, they're going to sell an angle of roman trying to get back into things too quickly.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Even though he he needs to like take it slow, he's just so excited to be that he beat leukemia a second time and that he just wants to get back in back into stuff and he's pushing himself too hard. Uh, so we'll probably have Drew versus Roman at Wrestlemania especially because after um Dean's pissed about it backstage Dean is upset he wants a match against Drew and he wants it to be no holds barred and uh they sure did fucking use no holds barred to its fullest extent
0: I really only saw the ending of the match. So they they were they were fighting,
1: fighting in the ring. But uh, they they went backstage and during commercial break they they showed what happened and they were fighting back in like the concessions and where you get buy t shirts and stuff. Uh, Ambrose like hit him with a bucket of popcorn and then picked up a piece of popcorn off the floor and ate it. <laughs> <laughs> classic dean uh, dean got thrown into the like standee where they show off the shirts and they made it back to the top of the ramp to the announcer's table where uh drew fucking gouged into dean's eye with a fucking pencil and renee screamed like it he was really, real
0: d- he really did this man dirty in front of his wife yeah <laughs> she was yeah. very worried I wish they would have played into that more, but that's probably more of a personal thing if you want your marriage and relationship on screen. And if they don't, that's fine. But that yeah. would have been pretty <laughs> compelling if they do that. I
1: feel like the only reason that they agreed to like mention it is just so it wasn't it wasn't weird like you know Dean better than anyone, right? You're just, yeah, yeah. You just Yeah, you know him really well. For some reason, we're not going to say why. It stabbed him in the eye with a pencil and then threw him into the led boards and then put him into
0: the fucking railing and claymored him which it looked real ripped, rough ripped the railing out of the thing which obviously it's not in there but it's still like a wild fucking spot
1: yeah is and that how raw ended pinned yes and then pinned him
0: and, and then, then, then copyright over. look that's real. that's a really cool ending
1: yeah it's
0: terrifying that's a very good ending um <laughs> Yeah, so Raw still to me kind of feels like sometimes... This one feels better than last week's, I would say. I like where Drew McIntyre's going with a lot of the stuff. Maybe we'll get a tag match. Um, Like Roman and Dean against McIntyre and Corbin or something. That'd be pretty good. Yeah, I think that's a a good storytelling match to have at WrestleMania. Um... Paul Heyman could set up something like I don't think
1: I can trust him not to have his S.H.I.E.L.D. brothers there so I want them barred from ringside and they'll pull something out because I guess it's not a work still at least according to uh, Big Dave Meltzer is that he still hasn't
0: re-signed
1: but they never mention that stuff on air so it feels weird there's
0: a lot of of time left also sometimes contracts have been signed as someone's walking through a curtain so yeah Wrestling's weird. Yeah, (laughs) wrestling's weird. Yeah.
1: So there's a my my idea for what would probably happen is Paul Heyman wants Dean and Roman Bard from ringside because they don't trust them not to help out Seth. It gets granted, and then they make a big deal to Triple H or someone that hey, Dean's leaving. We want to be by our brother's side when he slays
0: the beast and then it's like well to do that you have to beat these two in a tag match or to just um keep them occupied but it's not gonna it's not gonna stop them yeah (laughs) having something with like dean ambrose and and uh roman reigns and shelton benjamin ringside during the match is a cool idea in my mind but then that just you know Seth looking out at the S.H.I.E.L.D. brothers, you know, beating up Shelton Benjamin, and then he takes a suplex and loses, so I don't think I want that exactly. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about SmackDown real fast.
1: Yeah, there was not a lot of matches.
0: Yeah. No, there were not. The ending was excellent, also. Um, Huge. <laughs> so, we started... I actually missed, I think, the first, like, three or four minutes of, of SmackDown. Okay. Uh, so it just seems like Shane McMahon uh, came out with the Best in the World Trophy and talked about how he was the best, really. Yeah, and he made
1: uh he he made a good reason for turning heel is people people always asking him for help, how to get ahead, how to get opportunities. Oh uh, yes. How to okay. how to make more money? How to do this? How to do that? Because he works for the company and he's the boss's son. He's he's tired of it.
0: Okay, that makes
1: sense. I just had a galaxy brain uh, realization as to why they probably want Miz to be a face. Why is that? Oh, because Daniel Bryan's a heel now. No, not because Daniel Bryan's a heel. Because oh, okay. his reality TV show where he's a goofy, fun dad and husband is really probably more successful than they thought it was would be. So they don't want him to be like an evil, conniving asshole on TV and then... Goofy haha fun dad times afterwards.
0: That makes sense. I I buy that completely as to why and they're he's doing a charismatic that. guy, so I feel like
1: if they do it correctly, he can be fine as a face.
0: Yeah.
1: And they uh it's a match between Shane
0: and Miz at WrestleMania. Which should be pretty cool think it'll be a good way to send shane off for the summer exchanges usually seems to leave over the summer and then come back around like october or so
1: (laughs) so we can give a shit about survivor series
0: yeah yeah that's usually what Hey, look brand versus brand yeah um it was pretty basic i just caught the end of it really yeah pretty basic setup as to like hey I'm not going to deal with anyone's shit anymore, especially not the misses. He was riding my coattails. Fuck him. Next was uh unless I'm missing a backstage segment, next was Ricochet, Alistair nope. Black and the Hardy Boys versus yeah. The Bar, Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev, which um yep, those four are definitely heels now. The Bar yeah. and Shinsuke and Rusev like what's the deal with rusev he's getting into like big show territories of like face heel face heel yeah
1: uh, i'm uh guess the the match itself was just cool because we get to see matt and jeff working as the hardy boys together
0: matt just kind of is in his like 2002 attire yeah but still doing the
1: they brought up matitude on commentary. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: good. That's good stuff. Uh,
1: the only real interesting thing about this match is the new day came because they were pissed, and uh, we're focusing on the heels who caused caused them trouble.
0: Oh yeah, at a uh, fast lane. Yeah, oh, two nights before. Yeah, they did come out. They did sort of run in. Um, uh, yeah. I will, I'm interested in what Ricochet and Alex, Aleister Black are going to be doing at Wrestlemania. I think it's probably time to start setting it up. I hope it's not just a Andre the Giant Battle Royal Memorial Battle Royale thing. But well, That's going to be EC3. Oh shit, yeah, EC3. That would be good if EC3 won that, but when's the last time he was on TV? Last week?
1: Wasn't he in a backstage segment last week?
0: With the SNL guys, yeah. It's, yeah. It was really unfortunate. <laughs> Tried to put him over Dean because someone was mad that Dean wasn't coming back. <laughs> it's a really bad idea. Next was a very good promo segment setting up a mania feud between AJ Styles and Randy Orton. Yeah, that was very, very good. We f- I think we forgot to mention at Fastlane... Was it at Fastlane or SmackDown the previous week where Randy Orton... I think RKO'd the winner of the United States title match. He he RKO'd somebody, or was, oh yeah, or was and ready that. to strike somebody, and then AJ came in and phenomenal forearmed him. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, that happened.
0: So this <laughs> is this is heating up, and so now they had a promo segment on Tuesday on SmackDown, um, where Randy Orton came out and talked about how. It doesn't really make sense with how successful he is. Randy Orton's been around since two thousand two. You know, in two thousand two, while he was the youngest member of a of a prominent stable on the biggest wrestling promotion in the world, uh, AJ Styles was wrestling for five dollars in a bingo hall, shaking people their his opponent's hands before a match—an obvious riff on a Ring of Honor, <laughs> which yeah. is. Which is funny. Um, And then he said in 2004 or 5, while uh, I was the youngest WWE champion in history, you were down in Florida working on your tan with Dixie Carter. (laughs) It's good stuff. Uh, Eventually, AJ was sick of it and came out. And pretty much was like, hey, you can talk shit about indie guys all you want, but you were pretty much only built for this. You couldn't do what I did and what most of those guys in the back had to go through. You're not capable of doing that. Yeah. I like the tone of this feud. It very much feels indie versus corporate wrestling. That's what
1: makes it so interesting is AJ Styles, a man who thought he would never come to the company. And uh, a man who has only been with the company
0: yeah literally only aj said something along the lines of i had to grind as hard as i could to get to where i am i didn't just go and ask my daddy for a job yeah it's fucking awesome <laughs> it's a very good feud there's a lot of heat yeah. there. there's a lot of ammunition to work with
1: randy was trying to say he didn't have any help and he's just talking about and aj's bringing up evolution and stuff i'm just thinking he's he's a third generation wrestler
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly he's like, oh i never had any help and it's like dude you didn't have to have any help or anything yeah like
1: the, the rock was able to break out and become the one of the biggest stars in the world but he's also third generation wrestler
0: yeah he's also there for for a reason pretty much it for that that's gonna be a cool mania match uh, hopefully yeah. he gets enough time at mania to be cool who knows mania's a lot of matches matches at wrestlemania end up being pretty short actually <laughs> maybe the uh the next person won't even defend their
1: title at, at wrestlemania
0: yeah that's possible because asuka faced sonia deville in a hey i'm i'm your friend so i'm gonna defend you after this lady beat you up a couple nights ago and how did that go for her jory Mandy was trying to do
1: something and then it caused uh, Sonya to trip and get caught in the Oscar lock even though and and then Sonya tapped and then they argued it was just the opposite of what happened on Sunday. Mandy's Uh, definitely
0: a heel. I think we're supposed to get out of this that she did it on purpose. It looked
1: more intentional.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But the body language and everything afterward didn't really give you that idea
1: yeah
2: Uh,
0: so I don't know Asuka doesn't really have a path to Wrestlemania right now even though she has a main title yep good stuff (laughs) excellent yeah excellent after that uh, Becky Lynch uh, came out to cut a promo about what happened on Sunday made a good point about how she kind of got exactly what she wanted out of Ronda Rousey (laughs) and she played her like a fiddle she was just
1: calling Ronda Rousey a goofy tiny brain idiot (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) and she also threw the crutch when she came out showing that she's not as injured
0: yeah hopefully that's what that's supposed to signify I'd like that Charlotte came
1: out but but Becky was like hey I don't care. I'm going to WrestleMania. She's like, speaking of idiots, look who's here. (laughs) Yeah, I like
0: I like that. As soon as your music hit, that was cool.
1: You know, you know what I desperately want to happen. What's that? I want it to be they make their way down to the ring and JoJo or whoever says, as of just now, this is now like a no disqualifications match or something cuz you you think of like the I think it was like WrestleMania X7 that's the one with Stone Cold and the Rock main event for the title where Stone I Cold so. turns heel where that was just a regular match leading up and then they they get ready to start the match and they announce that it's a no hold, like a no disqualifications match that's exciting Well and
0: it's it's already no DQ because it's triple threat I don't think you can
1: use what I I think when it's no DQ, you still can't get away with using weapons though. Okay. Or say it's like, no holds bars or something like that, street fight anything. Because I think, that that's that'll give us some storyline payoffs because we'll get, because sh- you know as soon as they do that and the bell rings, Charlotte's gonna roll out of the ring to grab a kendo stick.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and
1: I think that'll get that'll give the satisfaction we want is. There being no limitations to them beating the shit out of each other.
0: Yeah, use the crutch, use the kendo sticks, all the iconography of weaponry that we've gotten throughout this feud for the last, you know, six months almost. Um, George Lucas'
1: voice, it's like poetry. It it, it rhymes, you know, (laughs) it's like a circle. It it rhymes. Yeah, that's exactly
0: (laughs) what I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Something to, you know, call back to the rest of the feud. Opposed to and, just being a triple threat match. that'd be. And it. also be Ronda cool. Rousey needs to tap. Yeah, that's not going to happen. We all know why Charlotte's here. They're not even going to ask Ronda to do the job. I would like for Ronda to tap, but we all know that ain't going to happen. There's pretty much only one reason Charlotte got added to this, I think. I mean, she's good. They could have done a rematch with Asuka, honestly. I think it was just Ronda's probably like, oh, if I'm going to have to tap to Becky, I want like eight figures for this day (laughs) and they were like okay never mind after that we got a tag match with all the united states title combatants samoa joe and andrade cien almas the heels against the faces Rey mysterio and r-truth it was pretty good seeing these guys team up opposed to just all fighting each other but yeah a lot of the time during the match on sunday the heels were avoiding fighting the heels and the faces were avoiding each other so yeah
1: did you did you like how Rey Mysterio got two people to just somehow trip
0: and fall into the six one nine? It's hilarious. It's fucking hilarious. And also Rey was in Sonic cosplay. Yeah, he was. <laughs> was it was it Tuesday he was in Sonic cosplay? Was it Sunday where he was wearing the weird like green skin tone thing? Yeah. That was yeah. weird. <laughs> that was fucking weird. That was weird attire.
1: I, I really like that double 619 because he went to do a 619 on Joe and then Andrade came, came came charging towards him so he's like oh fuck I can't do that yet so he threw him into the 619 position yeah and got him with
0: it the, the 619 is just so fucking ridiculous <laughs> It's really funny every time someone gets put in the setup for it
1: Yeah, Rey Mysterio was able to get a pinfall at a Joe, Joe got mad and beat everyone else up. Pretty good. Pretty. Joe, 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 Joe. What do you think the, of the other uh, tag? It was just like
0: all tag matches <laughs> this night. <laughs> I think that maybe this was kind of short or something because I don't remember a whole lot from this match. A little bit um i do remember rowan face palm slamming somebody and getting a pin i think up but i do get the feeling from this maybe like at some point kevin's gonna go neutral or something really the best part from this was i really like the i really like the rowan face palm slam thing it's like a choke slam but more disrespectful it's called the iron claw the iron claw that's pretty cool but a, part of me does kind of feel like... Oh, KO's probably going to turn on Mustafa at some point. But I, th- I do think these these are all going to be... You're, all of these people will be involved in some way in the WWE title match... Along with Kofi, potentially. I don't know about Mustafa, but Rowan will definitely be there. And Kevin Owens could just be the opponent.
1: The, the placement of this match and the placement of Kofi Kingston segment show you that big things are in store for WrestleMania
0: with the Kofi segment being directly after this and the main event. Yeah. Yes, the very end of the show. Yeah, cuz at at the end of
1: as Daniel Bryan and Rowan are walking up the ramp, you get the the No Chance music and Vince does his strut down to the ring and the, the New Day can't came down back and forth they had felt very real
0: yes this is the back and forth that they had let's start with with biggie excellent promo excellent yeah. promo work always intense as he can be but when it got to kofi and vince mcmahon that's something that i've been waiting for for a long time kofi even said you don't want someone you've made it clear in the past you don't want someone who looks like me to be wwe champion and that's um that's pretty clear i picked up on this uh, at Fastlane. it became pretty clear to me the waiting thing you know the waiting outside I, i've been waiting for you you know it's you can take that as many ways as you want but i took it as like it wasn't a priority to vince because someone like Kofi's not a priority to Vince. And the the, the
1: praise Kofi he, Vince gave to Kofi felt incredibly genuine. Like, he's he like, I just don't think you're world champion material. Yeah. You've, I'm, you're an amazing athlete. The things you do in the Royal Rumble and other things. You'll be future Hall of Famer. But it'll be with these two. It'll be with the new day. Not as WWE champion or by yourself. It'll be with the new day.
0: Yeah. So K-
1: Kofi giving a heartfelt thing he's like talking about how he's he just shows up for work. He doesn't complain about his situation. He he deals with what he's what he has. He works every week. he's sm- made a lot of sacrifices for his work. He's never gone trick or treating with his kids. His his oldest kid just lost his first tooth, and he didn't get to see the kid's excitement of finding out what the tooth fairy left him. It's, it's very real
0: yeah that being on the road thing is is absolute that's real yeah. that that comes from a place of of honesty but the um the stuff about the sort of like Economics of class, or maybe not class, uh, ethnicity. While being a professional wrestler is one thing that's been talked about for a long time. Booker T deserved to be WWE champion. Mark Henry during the Hall of Pain deserved to be WWE champion. Uh, you know, they just get, t- they
1: just get the the big gold belt. They get big gold
0: the- or intercontinental. That's good enough, yep. you know.
1: Big gold isn't the one that has the the longer lineage.
0: Yeah, it's that lineage it's not the starts rest. at WCW.
1: And, well, technically the WWE big gold isn't part of the uh, WCW line.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But the belt itself, you know, like that. Yeah. I've held the same belt where Flair has held, you know, yeah. 15 times or, or 14 times or whatever it was. But the WWE belt i mean like you can say what you want about like racism having to like oh well san San martino held it and whatever but in 2019 san martino's just white to a lot of people like he's not there's not really discrimination against italians nowadays i'm sure there is i don't want to say there isn't entirely but that's not really like an issue that you're dealing with like there is with discrimination against other minority groups like asian americans uh black americans hispanic americans and there haven't been many people. How long did Rey Mysterio hold the WWE title? Like 22 hours? He won it at WrestleMania or something and then John Cena beat him the next night on Raw which is fucking stupid. Um, and Kofi bringing that up and making a point of that is really exciting for me because it's like they're ready to address it and it's gonna happen. Hopefully. We're talking about Vince McMahon. Daniel Bryan could just knee Kofi Kingston and beat him at WrestleMania and that's it. Like, that could 100% happen. But the fact that he could be in a main event of WrestleMania for that belt is pretty big, and that they're addressing it is even bigger to me. It it makes that it makes that uh the most exciting thing, the best thing that they're doing right now by far. Yeah, it even in my mind it even overshadows the Becky stuff, which is excellent. That's I don't want to knock that at all. But Vince McMahon told um, Kofi and Kofi's reaction and his facial expressions when things like this are happening Vince McMahon told Kofi you can go to Wrestlemania if you beat this man and then uh, who was Randy Orton came out and uh, (laughs) this man and Samoa Joe came out and these men in the bar came out and this man and Rowan came out in a gauntlet match next week. And Kofi looks like he's going to cry. Cause that, does, that That's what that feels like. You know, when, yeah. th- when, when racial discrimination occurs against you, cause you realize it's not really like, it's like a systemic thing. It's not really like a, it's not really like a, Oh, it's just me. It's like a, it is just me, but it's everyone else like me too. And that like emotion that he brings to that, that sort of sadness opposed to anger. Is really selling this as like top notch, like the best thing I've seen in the last two years. Another important note: Vince McMahon said you want to go to WrestleMania. Not he didn't say do you want to be in the main event of WrestleMania against Daniel Bryan for the WWE title. So Kofi's probably going to win this Gauntlet match next week somehow, and then <laughs> Vince will go, pull some more bullshit. <laughs> Congratulations! Here's your ticket. I said you want to go to WrestleMania. Here it is. Now you can give it to your kids or whatever, and they don't have to complain about not seeing you. Whew i think we're gonna get a day of kofi's gonna be added <laughs> it's gonna either be a a kofi in the new day physically harm their way in to the, the main event which i don't want and that would be bad for the story completely or it's gonna be a daniel bryan thing okay you want to prove your worth Beat AJ Styles and Randy Orton in the same match. Then I'll put you in the match between Kevin Owens. And that furthers that sort of thing with dealing with um, discrimination. You know, make the barriers yeah. higher. Make the wall longer, you know. like It's just, it's a, it's a really good storyline to be doing right now, I think. And we'll see how it ends. You got anything else you got to say about this now that I've talked for 20 minutes about it?
1: It's it's really good. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. I'll be sitting at work, and then I'll think about uh, me sitting in my living room screaming during WrestleMania because he'll hit the Trouble in Paradise, and I'll be jumping up and down. (laughs) So,
0: I'm. I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle watching that match if he's in a match he will be he definitely will be i don't know if i'm gonna be able to i thought i was gonna die during the elimination chamber final two so it's like it's like being the one of the final two squads in apex legends but in 10 games of apex legends at once that's what it felt like (laughs) i was like hyperventilating
1: i'm i'm gonna wear my my smartwatch and have it just constantly uh
0: reading my heart rate <laughs> just constantly pinging you like hey take deep breaths you got pluggables pluggables just my plugins just my twitter at oh. cam hambone on twitter.com uh, you can catch me talking about video games oh. that's that's usually it do I like video games yeah no I hate them oh yeah they suck They're dumb <laughs> what, what about you Jory? you got plug-ins would you call them pluggables Plug-ables, hair plugs. you got hair plugs
1: I got hair plugs yep I've got a merkin as well uh, <laughs> if, you, if you don't know what that is I don't if you don't know what that is if you're over the age of 18 uh, you can listen otherwise if you're not
0: if you're under the age of 18
1: plug your ears it's a pubic wig ah
0: uh. I don't know why you'd want that. I, okay, I
1: don't know who it's for either. Uh, <laughs> if people you who loved f- the '70s, <laughs> if you want to follow me on on Twitter, I'm at the Miz's dad. Sorry. Oh no, it's at no. I'm Jory, tweeting about video games and and stuff and wrestling and uh, my dog. My dog gets He's me cute. a lot of my dog gets me a lot of favorites online, so I think my Twitter just could become exclusively him yeah
0: so. I think you should do that <laughs>
1: uh yeah if if you like hearing me talk about stuff, you can hear me talk about one piece at uh we are watching one piece it's a podcast where I watch one piece and talk about it with a friend who's watched all of it and uh if you if you're familiar with where we're hosted the orange groves uh if you're a patron to the Orange Rose Patreon, at the $15 tier, you can hear the first episode of upcoming podcast, Citizen Hank, where I'm talking about each episode of King of the Hill with someone new, uh, repeat guests, of course, but different people for each episode, so it'll be interesting. It'll be fun. Sometimes I'm on that show. Yeah, Cameron's on two episodes. Which one's? You gotta wait till it's out to find out. i will probably be post WrestleMania when that comes out because I don't, I, I don't know what I'm gonna fit in every all the people I still need to record with. Oh <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it's it's exciting because I have lots of stuff coming up in life. WrestleMania life is exciting. WrestleMania is exciting. I'm ready for WrestleMania. I can't wait.
0: Are pertaining to we are watching op are you or joe going to play uh world seeker is that what it's called
1: i'm not because it's probably got spoilers
0: ah okay i know better yeah that's smart
1: game looks pretty cool i'll i'll wait until find out how many spoilers there are
0: (laughs) smart very smart
1: because characters existing isn't much of a spoiler for
0: me but what those characters do or their angles on things that would kind of fuck things up
1: the pro- uh, how much they mention because some sometimes games are just like side stuff and sometimes they're replaying the story, so never know. Yes,
0: okay, smart, smart.
1: Yeah. So, uh, who, wh- which, which match do you think is going to main event WrestleMania? The actual
0: true final main event. Hornswoggle versus Avermore. My name is Joe, and I'm Jory, and we are watching One Piece.
1: That's it. That's the podcast.
0: Yep. So we talk about the anime called One Piece uh, about once a month. It takes a while to watch One Piece, but I'm currently caught up with the show. I just
1: started it. So you can join us while we talk about loving the rubber boy, vaping Sanji, our son Chopper, and his murder mom Robin.
0: (laughs) Other loving (laughs) nicknames to be decided as we go along.
1: (laughs) You can find us on iTunes or your app of choice.
0: And until you tune in, to be continued. To be continued. Welcome to Interstitial, a Kingdom Hearts-inspired actual play podcast. Playing a game called Interstitial. Our, our hearts
1: intertwined.
0: I'm Riley, and I'll be GMing this disaster. Names. What are your names? I didn't even ask. What are your names?
1: Uh, I'm hi, it Hi. I'm Roxanne. And I'm Marsh. I descend in the Bugatti and say, I am the Mind Freak.
0: <laughs> There's our dad. <laughs> our dad's back. Sounds like you want to force a change of location for Mr. America. I do, but I did read the first option is take something from them. So I am going to take Captain America's shield. Yep. If your your question is ever, can I do some bullshit? My answer is always, (laughs) eh.
1: All right. I know who this is. His name is Squall. Oh, no. Hey there, Squall. He... clinches (laughs) Flinches,
0: <laughs> but it has a nobody symbol across its chest is like, the worst thing you've ever done oh no this is the worst thing you've ever done
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my god
1: i don't think you're giving chris angel enough credit he's a good guy he's doing his best is that a sentence you ever thought you would say so i definitely already know shadow the hedgehog
2: oh yeah